Welcome to the Real Talk Real Sports Podcast. I'm Rom, and I'm going to be talking about all things NFL and all things NBA. We're going to dissect the latest, biggest storylines. We're going to predict some big games, big events. We're going to do it all. So I hope you guys hop on for the ride. And you know what? Let's get started. So the NFL season is underway and you know we have a lot of football to catch up on. So sorry for the delay guys but you know what let's get right into it. So we have three weeks of football to cover and I think we should honestly go by the divisional standings and then break down the teams and the performances so far and you know how they're shaping up for the future. So you know let's let's start off with the AFC. Let's, let's dissect the AFC now, and we'll start off with my AFC North, with my Baltimore Ravens. So they lost week one, and I really thought that was a, an ominous sign. I did not expect the Oakland Raiders to do what they did that Monday night. Um, first of all, got to give props to Derek Carr. I mean, if we see how he's playing, he's playing fantastic. And Max Crosby, he's the real deal. He put pressure on Lamar that week, that week one game. Like no other. I mean, Lamar. I think he. I believe had two fumbles that game. It, it, it was. It was a really tough game on Baltimore. But you know what? It was OT and they lost. So you know, I thought all hope was lost. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I, but then you know what? B- Baltimore proved me wrong with these next two wins. Uh, one being first one being against the Chiefs. Uh, I honestly never thought they're going to beat the Chiefs because let's be real, uh, the Chiefs just know they have Lamar's number. You know what I mean? So. They somehow beat Kansas City, albeit it would be it was a it was a was somewhat of a fortunate fumble at the end by Clyde edwards Um, But you know what? I'll take any win we can get, and we just beat the Chiefs. That's on record, and you know what? It's fine. So we we beat KC, and we also just recently beat Detroit, and that was also a little lucky, I guess you can say, because of the you know missed call on the delay of game. But you know what? I countered that with two to three. Easy touchdown passes. Marquise Brown dropped, so you know, I think we won. We won because we deserved to win in the end. So it all canceled out. So you know, Baltimore is two and one, so we're doing good in the division. But now let's look at the rest of the AFC North. You have the Bengals. They beat Pittsburgh, which was you know a little surprising on both ends. Like you didn't expect Cincinnati to beat Pittsburgh, and you didn't expect Pittsburgh to lose against Cincinnati. So I mean, Cincinnati they're on the come up, but I don't think they'll be able to make noise. I, I don't know if I I don't know if I trust. Uh, the Bengals yet uh, they have a good front four that's for sure but in terms of offensively I don't I don't know if I trust that line still Joe Burrow has been playing well so you know we'll see we'll see how it goes and you know Jamar Chase has definitely uh, played better than played play better in the regular season so far than what he did in the preseason so good for him um, then we have Cleveland their one loss coming to Kansas City you know it's, but then they, they recently got Odell back uh, they absolutely destroyed Chicago I mean that was just the, the score was, was shows a blowout, but it should have been he actually they, the Cleveland Browns should have won by even larger margin. Like the score doesn't tell at all. Uh, they destroyed Chicago uh, and they beat Houston. So you know, the Cleveland, we always knew in the beginning. I, I predicted they would win the division. So uh, you know, so there, so there's three good teams in North and Pittsburgh. I mean, their offensive line is horrendous. I mean, they, you just you just I don't know even know what to say to that offensive line. They're still doing the same thing they did last year with their short passing. Now you know you have Juju hurt, you have Deontay Deontay uh, Johnson hurt, 
Uh, Claypool, I mean, he's too busy making TikToks. So, I mean, who knows how the wide receiving core is going to be. And Big Ben is just not the old Big Ben. So, it, it's tough to really evaluate where Pittsburgh is right now. But, I mean, I guess one sweet spot, one nice area for them is Najee Harris. Uh, full disclosure, I have Najee Harris on my fantasy football team, and he has been playing fantastic um, because of the amount of receptions he's big, he's, he has been getting. Because, you know, again, that short passing offense, they just do a lot of these check downs, a lot of these quick passes, and the running back, you know, tends to usually feed off of these this type of play style. So, you know, good for them, good for Najee. But uh, I feel, I feel uh, what do you call I, I just don't care that Pittsburgh is bad because after all, I'm a Ravens fan. And if Pittsburgh's doing bad, then I'm doing good. So, uh, you know, good for Pittsburgh. So that's the AFC North. Let's go to the AFC East. Uh, this one this one is shocking to me because I'm going to be real. The Patriots, I expected them to be better than what they are right now. Uh, they, I thought the Saints game, they could have won. I mean, all, I know they did, this, they did, like, you know, get battered around. They were... A lot less physical than New Orleans. Mac Jones just did not have time to throw the ball. The offense, the great offensive line of the Patriots was just not great that game. And the one against the Dolphins, I mean, they just fumbled there in the end. If they didn't fumble, they would have won because they had the field goal. But that, just, that was an unfortunate loss. So it's two losses, then they're heading. Now they're you know playing against the Tampa Bay uh, in Foxborough next Sunday. So... I mean, I'm not. I don't really, I'm not going to pick the Patriots. So that's another loss. A one in three to four in four games. A Bill Belichick team. Uh, it just makes you reconsider that entire Cam Newton situation. Like, should they have really released him and started Mac Jones early? Uh, I still. I. I honestly think it was the right decision for Mac Jones. But you know, the critics are all out for that one now. With the Patriots going one and two. So I mean, hopefully they turn around. I mean, I'm always. Uh, I just don't like the, the what do you call the flack that Bill Belichick gets for some reason. All of a sudden, the debate with Brady and Belichick. We'll cover that in another episode. But I mean, you know, Bill Belichick, he's a great coach, and uh, you know, hopefully things turn around for him. Hopefully his team does start doing good. And the New York Jets, I mean, they're just awful in, in every offensive aspect. They're just straight awful. I mean, what is what is the positive in the New York Jets? Uh, Zach Wilson is is abysmal. My God, he he. I don't know how he selected two, number two. Maybe it's too early for saying strong criticism like this, but like, but like, damn, Zach Wilson. My Lord, I, I have no idea what to say. I thought he looked good in the preseason, but the regular season, he just, man, but I can't, I'm going to put it into perspective. No, let's put that into perspective. He did play against New England. Bill Belichick, you know, destroys rookie quarterbacks. And then he did play against Denver. Von Miller and those boys, so. All right, I mean, maybe maybe we should give them more of a chance, but they just had no bright spots. I mean, I don't know. The offensive line was just terrible. Zach Wilson not doing great. The wide receivers are getting zero separation. So who knows? Who knows about the New York Jets? But it looks like another bad year for them. Miami, with Tua going down, I'm not sure how they're going to do. But, I mean, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about Miami, but they 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 have a decent team, good defense. But with, with no Tua, I'm not sure. And then you have Buffalo. Um, we all knew they were going to make some noise. I was surprised, honestly, when they lost week one against uh, Pittsburgh. Big Ben did fantastic in the second half of that game. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh defense goes without saying. It's fan- it's, it's fantastic with TJ Watt. Uh, you know, I think he had a forced fumble in that game. We'll get a jo- uh, forced fumble. I think he, I believe he made Josh Allen fumble. Uh, I was on the strip sack. So, you know, the Pittsburgh defense is legit. And they showed that against the win against Buffalo. But Buffalo been bounced. They've, they have been uh, bouncing back. 
Uh, Josh Allen had a monster game against Washington. Uh, it was great what they did there. Uh, they knew that they had to respect Washington's front four, so Josh Allen had a lot of quick passes, and that opened up a lot of the other elements of their game. So uh, Buffalo had a great strategy there, and they're 2-1, and they should be easily winning the AFC East because the Patriots are not what they expect them to be. So uh, the Buffalo Bills, I think they got that division on lock. Uh, let's go to the AFC South. This division is just, man, what is there to even talk about? The Jaguars, terrible. Trevor Lawrence, not playing great. The Texans, um, I'm surprised they even won the first game, but they won against Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, And then the Colts, Carson Wentz, they're terrible. So we have three terrible teams in the AFC South. Um, the Colts, I did not expect them to be this terrible, by the way. But it's just they're just not clicking. The defense has not been playing well either. So that's that. And then I guess the, 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 the Titans. The Titans have this division on lock as well. I mean, Derrick Henry it took, him, it took him a little time, but now he's starting to get going. He's getting, uh, he's, you know, rushing leader in the league. So the Titans are the team in the AFC South. And then we have the AFC West. If there's one division, that there's, I guarantee not one person in the world predicted what the like predicted the standings in the AFC after week AFC West after week three what it would be right now. There's no way people had Oakland, Denver, and and uh, L.A. ahead of Kansas City, and that's where it's at right now. Like man, Oakland looks fantastic. I'm not only saying that because they beat Baltimore, but they just look fantastic in general. Derek Carr has been playing phenomenal. And then you have the Broncos. Okay, now the Broncos, I don't know if they're a legit 3-0 team. Let's see what they do against my Baltimore Ravens next week. Uh, but that defense, you know, the Denver defense has always, for the past like five, six, seven years, has been fantastic. Actually, I don't remember when they're not great, but they were always great. And then the Chargers, they really surprised me beating the Chiefs yesterday. What was more surprising was the Chiefs themselves. So the Baltimore game, I, 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 I mean, look, I'm a Ravens fan. I'm taking that win. But as a Chiefs guy, as a Chiefs fan, you look at that and you're like, you know what? We should, really should have won that game. If, game if you know Edwards Hilaire did not fumble, that was our field goal with Bunker. It's like a 90% chance that we're winning that game. So, okay, the Baltimore one game, you just, you might just move on pretty easily. But then this Chargers game, this is a divisional rival. Now they won one game at your house with Justin Herbert and all those young guys getting confidence. Now the rest of the division seeing how you're one and two, so now they're gaining confidence. Man, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense cannot defend at all, especially the run game. And the Chargers, they barely ran yesterday. If they wanted to, they could have ran for a lot more, but they had Justin Herbert feeding the ball to Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Eckler. I mean, the Chiefs defense, something's got to be fixed. Uh, we just got the news that the Chiefs got Josh Gordon after week four, I believe so. That's another threat, and I think they need that because what defenses have been doing is like what Baltimore did, and what and the exact same thing the Chargers did was they neutralized Tyreek Hill and let Travis Kelsey eat. And that same formula has now led Kansas City to lose two games in a row. So I'm very interested to see what they do. I I really wanted that on the Super Bowl rematch. I wanted to see what Mahomes would do with a better offensive line, but who knows. But yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think the Chiefs will be able to sort things out and win this division. But the AFC is mad interesting. They have, especially the AFC North and the AFC West. It will be super, super intriguing to see what happens to all these teams. But yeah, the AFC is legit.
Now, let's go on to the NFC. Um, the division that we predicted that was going to make the most noise in the NFC. Let's start with them first, and that's the NFC West. I had all four teams making the playoffs. And right now, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about that pick. I mean, albeit the Seahawks are one and two, but I, they're they're a good team. Let's be real. With Russell Wilson, uh, Tyler Lockett has been balling out the first two weeks. Uh, DK Metcalf got his footing in week three. So the team is slowly catching on. They're going to start, you know, getting some chemistry, getting going. And I, I think they'll they'll get some wins. They're just, they're, just a, they're just in a rough spot right now, one and two. Similar with the Chiefs. The Seahawks and the Chiefs will be fine. Um, and the 49ers they had a tough loss yesterday against Green Bay. I mean, I don't know what they were doing against Devontae Adams in those two plays. He was just I, – I just don't get it how he was that open. But, you know, the defense is legit. In the grand, in the grand scheme of things, they are legit. And um, the 49ers, it'll be interesting what they do. Uh, you know, fans were really – they really wanted Trey Lance yesterday when Jimmy Garoppolo did not – you know, was not performing well. So it'll be interesting what Shanahan does. You know, earlier in the season we heard that he was going to do a two-quarterback model, and we've seen that. We've seen uh, Trey Lance come in here and there. He had that touchdown run yesterday. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if you'll ever make that switch or ride with Jimmy G. Uh, let me remind you guys, they did make the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. So – uh, you don't you don't know. Maybe he stays healthy and they ride with him all season. But San Francisco 49ers, they're interesting, and I think I think they'll be fine too. Uh, the Cardinals, um, they should also be two and one technically. Um, the Vikings kickers woes they continue to eat to this day. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, but <laughs> it works in the Cardinals' favors. And if you're a Cardinals fan, you're in the same mindset I was a Raven fan. Like, you just take it. You just take it. You'll take it. You'll take these wins. So, you know, Cardinals, their Kyler Murray has been fantastic. DeAndre Hopkins, like, I see people were telling me Kyler Murray, you should draft him as, like, the best quarterback in fantasy. But I just, I was like, you know what, I'll believe it when I see it. And right now I'm I'm seeing it, and I'm, I'm definitely believing it. So, too late for that now, but it's, it's all good. Kyler Murray has been balling. And congrats to the Cardinals, 3-0. Chandler Jones had that monstrous game, uh, what do you call it, game one, so. That, that defense is also showing great signs. So good, good for the Cardinals. And then the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams beat Tampa Bay yesterday, and it wasn't even close. Don't let that score fool you. Um, Tom Brady, he, he, he had some great throws, but at the same time, we have to put into perspective, he did not have Antonio Brown. But then you know what? I, so that, I, I think, like, does that really make that much of a difference? Tampa Bay is loaded. They have so many different receivers. And especially the way Brady plays, he spreads the ball around. So, I mean, you know what? No, I'm not going to use an excuse. No. I, I think LA was just phenomenal yesterday. Matthew Stafford, he's showing the world right now. Like, if you give him a good team, that's what he can do. He, he can sling that football. Uh, he started off a little shaky that, uh, that, game, that game, you know, but he found his footing, four touchdowns. Get that one late sack in the end, but other than that, it was clean. It's just, man, the Rams looked really good. And, hey, the Super Bowl is in their home stadium, so who knows what's going to happen with, with that. But, hey, the L.A. Rams are balling. All that, you know, doubt whether Stafford will make that much of a difference. Whether those two first-round picks, that third-round pick, was a lot of capital to give up for Stafford. Hey, the Rams look like they got the better end of that deal right now. So, hey, let's see what let's see what the Rams do. Obviously, we'll wait and see, but based on that game against Tampa, if I'm a Rams fan, I'm very, very encouraged. 
Uh, then let's let's move on to the, our next division. Uh, let's let's go to the NFC North. The Packers who played yesterday, they had that horrendous Week One loss against the the Saints. But uh, you know it's Aaron Rodgers, and oh man, everybody was overreacting again with that first loss. I mean, let's be yes. I mean that was just a terrible performance by Aaron Rodgers. But at the same time, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to do that same type of, uh, you know, same type of terrible performance again. So, you know, Shaq says this all the time for, like, you know, those NBA pregame shows. He says, if a star player has one bad game, the rule is he'll never have a back-to-back bad games. They always come back with fire in the next one. And he played great against Detroit, and he played great yesterday. And that's what he does. That's Aaron Rodgers for you. And, you know, that division is just abysmal and he got, and the Packers got that division unlocked they don't have any competition they probably didn't they didn't have any competition in the past few years and they won't have any competition going forward so the NFC North is just it's just Aaron Rodgers house I mean the Bears they're terrible the offensive line yesterday was absolutely terrible allowing nine sacks like I get it Miles Garrett Jadavion Clowney but nine sacks man I'm that that's ridiculous and then the Vikings they just have bad luck I mean Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins has been playing pretty good, if you think about it. So, you know, props to Kirk, but the Vikings, they just they're just not there yet. They they got one win against Seattle, which is, you know, impressive, but I, I don't know. I, I don't really believe it. But and then Detroit, look, they they played three tough teams. And we knew they're not gonna you know, be any major player this year. Like but the three the games they play against San Francisco, against Green Bay against Baltimore, all three of them, they play great. They play hard and they play tough. Detroit, it's, it's, they got something going here. I mean, they're all, they are 0-3, I know, but they they play with some grit, man. Give them another draft and another offseason. I think Detroit might be might be heading in the right direction. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, hey, Detroit's playing good. Uh, let's go with the NFC South. Carolina is three and zero. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm weird with you guys. The same with the Denver situation. I don't, I don't believe it. The three and zero. It's like, all right, yeah, you play great, but let's see what you do when you play the bigger, tougher teams. I mean, you play the Texans, you play the Jets. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't make much of that. Tampa Bay, we covered two and one. I mean, people, or there were actually people who were saying they might go undefeated. I, you know kind of believe it because if you think about it, this is like the Rams were the toughest game of their schedule if they were able to get through that I think they could have got they they could have gone undefeated but um Rams just handed to them you just got to give the Rams credit um the Buccaneers they, they need to figure out that pass rush I don't know why it was so ineffective yesterday but that's got to get fixed in a secondary I mean Earlier in the season, before the season started, I was under the uh, assumption that the secondary would get better once they start getting, you know, more chemistry. Now, there are injuries, but it, it shouldn't be this bad. So they'll uh, they'll figure it out. The last, if, you, if you guys remember last year, they did have a slow start, but they ended up figuring it out at the right time, heading it into the postseason, and the Bucks defense was legit. So they'll be fine. New Orleans, uh, they had that one beautiful win against Green Bay, and they beat and they beat the Patriots. So I mean, good for them. The offense needs needs a lot of work. That is one hundred percent sure. But the defense is legit, and they have been legit for the past few years. I just think people just overlooked that this year when they were evaluating the Saints. They just forgot that their defense is pretty damn good. Uh, Jameis Winston is nice. He's been better 
on the Saints than he was on the Bucks, albeit with less pass yards, but he's been more careful with the ball. So, you know, good for Jameis, good for the Saints. I just don't think they'll be able to challenge the Tampa. But they're they're do, they're doing good the post Drew Brees era. And lastly we have the Falcons. I mean, they're one and two. We didn't really have much expectations for them. I love Matty Ice, but you know, his era at Atlanta is probably coming to an end. They're probably gonna look into a quarterback. But actually I don't know if the upcoming draft has any good quarterback. I think this one is pretty stale, but next year maybe might be nice. So I mean we'll see what Atlanta does. Um, but yeah, there are no expectations, so nothing to really critique about them. And lastly, everybody's favorite, the NFC East, or what people like to call the NFC least. So we have the Giants, and uh, I am from New Jersey, and currently I'm in New York, so I'm around a lot of Giants fans. And let me just say that they are not happy. They are not happy with the 0-3 performance. Uh, they felt like they should have won against they should have won against Washington. They should have beat Atlanta. Um, two easy, winnable, very winnable games. Uh, even the one in Denver they could have. But I, I, to be honest with you guys, I really don't think Daniel Jones has been playing that bad. I, I know New York Giants fans want to have a fresh start, fresh QB, want to get rid of him, but he hasn't been playing bad. It's genuinely just been that offensive line. Whenever they give him time, he performs. When they don't, he makes Daniel Jones just makes the you know wrong decision, and that happens. But the offensive line just gonna need to work. They need work, and it's ridiculous how long it's taking them. It's similar to the Chicago situation, like get get this man an O line. Like yeah, you'll get him weapons, but what good are weapons if you don't have an offensive line? It's similar to that Joe Burrow situation. You know how they drafted Jamar Chase when people wanted to get Penny Sewell. Like first get the protection so they they could throw it to the receiver. That's my that's my you know, thought process. Like I don't see how getting a drafting or getting a wide receiver or getting a lot of weapons is the answer to not having enough time to throw the ball. Unless you want to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers around just super short passes, but that's not the way to do it. So you know Giants, there there's another year to lose. Hopefully they'll get some good draft position, get some talent. Uh, maybe next year's their year. Who knows? <laughs> uh, then you have the football team. Taylor Heineke, he's a great guy, but Washington, they just played Buffalo, they lost. And in the first game with Fitzpatrick going down, though, that entire like, you know, confusion, they lost. So, you know, Washington, they, they still have a chance in division. You never know with this, this division. This division is just terrible. I mean, who knows? Even the Giants might be in it. But Washington, they have a good defense, so it'll be interesting to see what they, what they do. And tonight we have Dallas against the Eagles. Uh, if this was a normal world, Dallas should be able to steamroll the Eagles, but it's always these NFC East divisional games that they somehow just end up being really close. So who knows <laughs> what's going to happen tonight, but I think Dallas will be able to win. And looking at the bigger picture, Dallas should be able to win this division. Um, it'll, it'll be, it'll be you know, interesting division as it always is. It always comes down to the last two weeks, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, the Cowboys, the Cowboys will be fine. But yeah, I mean, hey, with three weeks of NFL action in the books, next week is the big Brady-Belichick game. Um, we have other big games coming. Can Kansas City start bouncing back? Can Seattle bounce back? Uh, is this the end of Pittsburgh? Um, there's just so many storylines. It's just great. It's great to watch. And you know what? Another, another really good part is the NBA is coming back in a few weeks. The preseason actually starts this Sunday. With the, the Lakers and Nets. So, you know, I'm excited for that too. We'll see what happens. But hey, 
catch you guys later on another episode. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Real Talk Real Sports. I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Until then, have a good day, guys.